What's up, yo? This is Clint Cairo with the Cairo Enviro podcast. It's 6.40 p.m. on Friday. This is actually my third time trying to record this podcast, which is entitled, Should I Care? Question <laughs> mark. Um, here's the thing. Here's what the podcast was about. I feel like I've lost steam for it at this point, but uh, it's still kind of relevant. So... The other day, in my correctional officer academy class, they had uh, they had they asked us like, "Hey, who would like to be the class speaker that represents the class at graduation?" Which happens at the end of the month, and I raised my hand. I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll do that." I I enjoy a crowd, right? Um, and then I started thinking about like, what was my motivation for doing this? For why do I want to be the class speaker? And what I came up with was I'm kind of doing it for selfish reasons. Like, maybe that's my way of, I don't know, proving to myself, like, it's not, I mean, what do I got to prove? I guess I was thinking, like, okay, well, if I were to, you know, it'd be a little feather in my cap. I could say, well, I did get, uh, I was the speaker at the graduation ceremony for you know and then I was like you know what I'm not why am I doing that because what I what I guess I'm trying to get at is it's if there's somebody who's looking to like really advance their career or whatever they want to like I don't know pad their resume is the right way to put it but to say like they're really going to move up that ladder you know then this is a good thing. And I was like, I don't necessarily want to move up the ladder. Not at this point. My whole goal of being a corrections officer is to be a good corrections officer. I mean, I, I don't want to suck and I want to be there for people, um, my coworkers, I mean. Um, but I'm not, I'm going into this with my eyes as wide open as possible. There's a higher turnover rate in this. And if my if this job starts to suck my soul after a year or so, I'm not going to stick with it. So I don't want to pretend that I'm like, oh, I'm going to move up and be captain and whatever. So I felt like I was keeping more in line with my goals by taking myself out of the running. Um, But, you know, it's like that saying, the unexamined life isn't a life worth living, which is harsh. I mean, come on. But you have to kill us, kill someone just because they don't examine their life. <laughs> ah, harsh, harsh, harsh. So I do examine things, though, and like I said, it felt like it felt it feels good. Well, what I did, by the way, <laughs> was that morning after when they said, "Hey, get ready, get your introductions ready," because everyone in the class has to do introductions and. For those of you who want to be the class speaker, let us know why you want to, why you want to be the class speaker. And due to the fact that I kind of decided the night before, I was leaning towards the fact that I'm like, I'm not going to do this. I didn't really come up with anything. I had a vague idea of the stuff I wanted to say in front of the class. And being that I have done public, public speaking and been a DJ and the whole thing, I didn't put much thought into it. So I was a little surprised when I got hit with the case of the nerves and started babbling shit. Like, I think I hit on 20 different topics. I was like, well, I worked at Youth Corrections. My dad was an alcoholic. 
I also, uh, I'm a drummer. My kid's name is Camden Danger. I lived in California. I mean, it was all over the place. So, um, it's funny because one of the dudes came up today. Um, one of the older guys. Well, he's old. He's older than me. There's like a handful of us, and his speech. He was so laid back. His speech was how I wanted my speech to be. He's like, hey, everyone, this is what I've done. And I, I was like, God, why can't I be like that? So, you know, but it, like I said, it, it, uh, the whole thing made me really realize. And I'm glad that I went with it. I'm glad I feel like I've kept integrity with myself, <laughs> which is a phrase I picked up from Les Brown. Um, he's a motivational speaker, by the way just in case you haven't heard of Les Brown. He keeps you in the right frame of mind. He's a good dude. So, yeah, I... uh, So when I ask myself, should I care about this? Should I care about being the speaker? And... I don't know. Sometimes I have to check myself because... You know, being that this is paramilitary, I'm like, don't be a kiss-ass. You know, because I'll slip into that. I'm like, oh, we got to... And I don't feel like I'm being a kiss-ass. I feel like I'm making, I'm keeping on point all day through the classes. I'm like, you're not going to catch me slipping. because, And it's because of a couple reasons. A, I want to know this material. B, I don't want to stand out as the, uh, the one guy who wasn't paying attention. And then the whole class gets in trouble. But that's the beauty of being older. And I got to say, you know, it's a pretty good crew we got. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to a couple dudes. A couple of the young bucks. Because they said I could. So, because they said they listened to my podcast. Bowinski, and I'm, I feel like I'm screwing his name up. It's like Balwinski, but he never says Balwinski. It's like... Everyone says Bowinski. Anyway, he's a, he's a, he's one of the ones that was like, you better mention me and uh, Van Dezante, Van Dezante, I should say, um, which I keep wanting to say Van Zant because like, you know, from the super group at Leonard Skinnerd. but I give those, I'm giving those two a shout out because they're impressive. The, I mean, they're young, 20, 24 years old and uh, Van Dezante's already written three books. What? What are you doing writing three books? How can you... What do you even know about at the age of 20 to write three books? Yeah, I'm jealous. And uh, by the way, my books are available on Amazon.com. <laughs> uh, they really are, though. Go check it out. But now I'm going to have to go check his out. I'm like, holy crap. That's impressive. And I told uh, Bwinski, I'm like, listen. He's just got this look about him. A young dude, but he's got this... Maybe he reminds me of somebody else and I can't place my finger on it. But this kid looks like he... I was like, you're going to be a captain within five years, man. Um, you know, and there's some other, like I said, that there's a pretty good crew. Like the younger younger guys who are like serious about it, I think, man, if you get in here and you stick with this job, dude, like you can retire in, by the time you're my age with a hell of a lot of money. And you're still young-ish. Because I'm still youngish, <laughs> so I'm impressed by these guys. Like I think, uh, not it, 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 the only reason. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I was gonna say it makes me wish I had done this when I was their age, 
But think about that. Why do I wish I had done it when I was their age? I didn't want to work at a prison. I still don't want to work at a prison, right? I mean, I want what I want is the money. So, and I know it's a dumb distinction probably, but it kind of helps me stay in the right frame of mind because what I want is the money to have the freedom to do what I, to do whatever I want, right? So, I don't I can't really articulate the point I'm trying to make except except for the fact that you know, they always say, be careful what you wish for, because you might get it. Yeah, well, I want money, but I don't want it to be like that story in the monkey's paw, where this family wished that they had $30,000 extra like, dollars to pay off their house and do all this stuff. And so they rubbed this monkey paw, made a wish and rubbed the monkey's paw, and the monkey paw moved. Oh, spooky. The kid went to work. He got killed and some work accident and guess how much the insurance settlement was for that's right $30,000 so my wish slash prayer for any time I come up with something like this is that my first wish trying to cover all the bases right is that everyone I know stays healthy wealthy and wise because that covers all the bases healthy meaning mentally physically emotionally all of them wealthy like emotionally spiritually wealthy financially wealthy and wise because i don't want them to get hit in the head and be turned into like a mental patient <laughs> call it superstition but so yeah if everyone i know could say could be could stay healthy wealthy and wise and i get a shit ton of cash i'm down with that <laughs> but yeah that's uh man 10 minutes went by already. I'm telling you, you do these podcasts. Time flies. So that's what I, I feel like I'm going to be missing something. But I'm scared to put too much because, like I said, the last time I tried to upload these last two podcasts on this subject, it just did not work. I mean, I shut my phone off and turned it back on and retried it and everything. There's nothing. We are officially done with week five of the Academy. I, 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 there's, like I said, I'm starting to know the people in there and, uh, there's some cool cats. So it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm going to be very happy when the Academy is done. I'm very excited to get, is that crazy to say I'm excited to get into prison, but I, I've been dying to know what it's like inside the joint, what my daily, I mean, is it going to be, I hear both things. I hear it's. Sometimes it's 90% boring, 10%. Oh, my God. And then I hear other people say it's going to suck your soul. And then somebody else will say, I can't believe I'm getting paid this money. There's this is job is easy. You know, we're paid observers. That's what we're told. So I don't know. Um, I guess I'll keep you posted with this. And obviously I can't go into real detail. i just come on here and tell you exactly what's going on with names and numbers. No, that would be crazy. Then I would lose, lose my job. So, all right. What the hell else is there? I got to do a podcast on, on drumming. But I do, uh, if you ever want to know my thoughts on me playing, always check out my bloggy blog at clinkpyro.com. By the way, the one thing I didn't mention in my big, long, rambling verbal diarrhea of a speech was that I'm a drummer. I mean, it's like one of the most consistent things about me and I completely spaced it off. So 
I didn't even think I'd be, I didn't even, wasn't even, like, considering that I'd be nervous, because I don't, where did that come from? Eh, what are you gonna do? But, long uh, story short to my thing, should I care? Not about this. The guy they picked, I voted for. He's, he's gonna do a great job. And, plus, I didn't really want to write a speech, because when I come home at night, or come back to the hotel, or whatever it is, I have so much other stuff to, that I should be doing, like, to, you know, be online to promote my, uh, you know, shows. I, I've i got a couple shows coming up that I need to make videos for and get those out there. And even if I didn't have shows lined up, which I usually always do, um, there's a bunch of other ideas I have. So, yeah, everything just kind of hit me. I was like, I don't really want to be a, the speaker. Besides, what if I make a joke and it sucks? That's been known to happen just once or twice in the past 48 years. That's a pretty good record, I think. <laughs> All right, 13 minutes. That's too long, especially since I don't know if this is even going to make it to be published. Good luck. By the way, go check out Ben... Band is Auntie's book, man. I'm going to go see what it is. Interesting. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.